What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Animation Revaluation Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lizer. With me is Celeste. Hey, Celeste. Hey, everybody. It's a me, Celeste. It's a me. <laughs> when will the cringe stop, Celeste? When will it stop? <laughs> it will never stop. <laughs> I thought. I think. I think like. I'm gonna try to come up with like outlandish like hellos for each episode. <laughs> let's see how long. Well, let's see how long I can keep it up. <laughs> uh, uh, I've known you for years, so I, I can tell you this: you can you can keep things cringe pretty long. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are we doing this week, Celeste? We are talking about the Dragon Prince. The Dragon Prince? What's that? A Dragon Prince is a dragon who's a prince. Whoa. (laughs) 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 But we're actually talking about a series. It's a Netflix original series. And it's actually created by um, the people who created um, Avatar The Last Airbender. What? What shocker! And and you know and which is awesome because they um you know I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who are fans of Avatar: The Last Airbender. I've you know, like I'm, yeah, yeah, shut up, yeah, I do. I mean, the Legend of Korra the is fuck like is that? in our <laughs> is, is in our banner. Korra's in our banner, and actually, if you look really hard on our banner. On the top of it, I have a screenshot from one of the episodes of The Dragon Prince, but it's hard to tell because of the the uh, saturation I use because it's dark. But yeah, it's up there. Dragon Prince is somewhere up there. I don't know what any of that means, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop talk, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, photo photo editing, photo editing, not just Photoshop. But um, yes, but it was by the creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, that's why, too, even when you watch the series, um, they are um, also introduced, like, with each chapter goes by um, moon or, like, sky. Like, you know, how the Avatar The Last Airbender would be, like, uh, book one, earth, or, like, book two, air, whatever. Yeah, so it's book I know- one, moon, chapter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just like how Avatar The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra were. Anyways, so yes, this week we watched The Dragon Prince, and um, unbeknownst to me, I thought this was going to be a series that Lizer didn't know, but apparently Lizer watched it already. Oh, uh, you know what was the funniest thing, too? Is, what? um, like, you were shocked when I mentioned that at the end of the last podcast, that I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've watched that. I don't remember where I left off, but I've watched it. Uh, when I went back on to refresh myself, you know, Netflix shows, like, oh, this is where you left off. I only had three episodes left. And I just dropped wow. it. <laughs> How dare you? No, let me not say dropped it, because that makes it sound like I intentionally gave it up. Like, I just got sidetracked by other things and just never went back to it. I finished it. I'm Well, I'm caught up to where, you know, it last ended. Yeah, I've, I've been spoiled on a few things that, like, they made me happy because they were things I wanted, but, you know, I wanted to find out about them naturally through watching the show but oh well 
It happens. It happens yeah. to the best of us. Yeah. But yeah. So we were this week's was the Dragon Prince. And um like I told Lizer my I like I rewatched the episodes but for some reason nothing stuck to me. <laughs> I don't I was just I guess I'd just been having a hot off time, so nothing really has been like staying with me as much. And so I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> Listen, I feel you. I've had a rough week. So, I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so... Let me try to remember. Uh, it's an animation. It's an animation? <laughs> <laughs> and so when it first starts off with... It, it, it starts off with a, narr uh, a, a narration of the world that the Dragon Prince is. And so, right off the bat, um, somebody's narrating about um, how... I forgot what... I don't even know if they mentioned what, what is the world called. I know there's a continent, and it's, like, split up between Zadia and Catalus, but I don't remember them, like, yeah, saying a world name. I don't recall name. them saying, like, the world's name. Yeah, like, they just basically... Like, even the continent, like, they don't even say what the continent is called. They just said they live in a continent, and it's, like, they're split up. Um, to the east is Sadia, and to the and to the west is the Human Kingdom. Well, anyway, so the narration starts off, and it's explaining um, how the world has magical properties, and it is um, the, like the primary ones is um, the sun, the moon, uh, the stars, earth, sky, and ocean, and um, those were the main primal. Um, magic sources but um one day a human found dark magic and this is like it's forbidden like no one should know this like how dare he how dare humankind do this but you know it's the humankind that's what we know you know what we are known to do you know it's it's fuck shit up yeah, exactly <laughs> and so um the and so i so the magic or the i guess the other race there is elves. I'm trying, like, I don't remember there being, like, any other specific other races besides elves. I mean, of course, there's other creatures, but I mean, like, humanoid. I've only seen elves. Like, that's, that's what my memory recalls. And so, the elves are, like, you know, some elves have, you know, magic from the sun or some elves. So, it's like the, the sun elves, the moon elves, you know, the, the elves from the stars, the earth elves, the sky elves, and the water elves. And so long ago, that's... all the elves lived in harmony. Until the human <laughs> attacked. Until, until the Fire Nation attacked. Basically, that was basically the the narration. Like they, like literally, like they all lived in harmony until the humans attacked yep. with their dark magic. And so the literally the elves got fed up and were like, "Nah, we're 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 splitting up. Like you guys go to the west. We're gonna be in the east. Split it up." We Gucci, you know, like just keep it that way. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> no, but the humans, the humans were having it. The humans were like, nah, like, like we, we're not gonna put up. I mean, come on, humans, we don't, we don't settle. We don't settle. We have to, we have to aim for the best. We gotta go for the sky. And so, humans being, you know, all butthurt about using dark magic and basically ruining their friendship with the elves. They're like, how, how dare they do this to us? We were just, you know, 
getting their magic and, you know, crushing it and using it for dark magic. Like, how dare they? So then they go off war with the elves and the other creatures. Um, they slay the, the, the dragon king. And they get the egg. Like, they get the dragon egg, which is the dragon prince. And it is said that they destroyed it. And so then after that, you know... I don't know how many years passed because, like, honestly, the timeline really confused me. Yeah. Because when they're when they when they're explaining this, I thought this was something that happened like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And then, meanwhile, it's like it happened last week. <laughs> yeah. So the the timeline really confused me because honestly, like, it's it 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 felt like this happened like hundreds of years ago. So anyway, so then um. I think the way it's supposed to be is that, like, humans started using the dark magic and everything hundreds of years ago, and, like, tensions mm -hmm. were high, and then the attack on the Dragon King happened, like, just a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. But, like I said, I thought everything played out, like, hundreds of years ago. But anyways. And so then, uh, it opens up with, um, we are introduced to one of the characters, uh, his name is Callum. And he is drawing, or he's painting pictures. You learn right away that he loves to draw. Yeah, this and is it's Cal during right a thunderstorm. <laughs> he is voiced by the vo the same voice actor as Sokka. Do you think they made him good at art because Sokka was bad at art? That's what I think too, to be honest. <laughs> oh, this is actually I Callum here. Here we go. That is Callum right there. He Prince Callum, or also known as the Step Prince. Um... Yeah. It's during a thunderstorm, and then one of one of the thunders wakes up um, someone who's sleeping in the other room, and we find out that um, that's his uh, brother, um, Ezrin. And so Callum just tells Ezrin, just go back to bed. There's no reason for you to be up. Just night-nights. And so then, after that scene, uh, it goes to the forest, and... Uh, you see a guard patrolling and then he hears like a snap like something in the in the in the bushes like rustling and then um he uh is like hark who goes there and nobody answers it's just quiet and he's like he's like hark i demand you answer me and then um he spots them, and then he, he the elves, and they're like hidden in the bushes, but because of the, the thunder, kind of like uh, reflects off of them, and they and he so he sees them, and then he like jolts, and he's like by Felicia, you know, like I ain't gonna get killed. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I ain't gonna get murdered. He's like, this is my first day on the job, <laughs> and he's like, I didn't sign up for this shit, and so he he takes off running, and so then um. They send one of the elves starts going after him, and then she goes for a pursuit, and then finally, like the elf like catches him, and he's like, "Spare me, please." He's like, "I don't get paid enough for this shit, you know. I'm just patrolling." No, he don't really say that. He's just saying, "Spare my life." And so the the elf like puts her the swords to his neck, and he and like the light the lightning flash reflects off of her, so he gets a good look at her face. And they literally just like stare at each other like quietly, to the point where the guards like, aren't aren't you gonna like he doesn't say it but you can tell he's thinking it like aren't you gonna like kill me or something? And then she just stares at him. She's just and standing the... there. 
menacingly. And so then, like, he, he like, crawls, like, like, from out from under her, and then, like, he books it. And then, um, she, like, just stands up, and she just, like, looks, and then, like, she goes back. And then, um, and she, the, the, cause she's, we find out that she's a moon elf. And they're assassin. And uh, moon elves are really stealthy, and so they're good for assassinations. And so <laughs> she goes back, and she like before she goes back, she gets berries, and she like puts them on her blades to make it look like blood. And as she's going back, um, she's like, "Yeah, I like." And they're like, "You did, you did the job." And she's like, "Yeah, with my blades. Yeah, I killed him. Yep, like, don't you blades. see the bone?" <laughs> with these blades don't you see them stained with blood on my blades. literally i mean <laughs> it's like they just give her a cloth and they're like you know good job but she's lying she didn't kill him and then she goes and she cleans her blades and so then the guard runs back to the castle and then he goes to um i guess he's the king's advisor and he so happens to be a dark mage and so he goes back and then he tells him like hey uh there's people trying to um as like as come and assassinate the king and then he's like Varen. Viren. Viren. i mix him up because there's this other character that i watch and his name is Varen, but his he's Viren, and i always mix him up but yeah he's Viren. and so he tells Viren. Oh, you, I, you got the one with the with with the bug. That's cool. <laughs> and so anyway, so he he um so Viren goes to the king's chambers, and it's like early in the morning. And then the king's like, and he's like, you do realize that um you're not supposed to be waking me up this early in the morning, because I would like chop off your head. <laughs> but he's just joking around, because they buddies, they they chums. Com- compadres. Good old King and- Arrow. He's, he's a man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> Bow. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. And so he tells them, you know, like, I'll come back, you know, I'll give you some time to get up. So then he comes back and he's like, by the, like, he's like, why did you wake me up so early in the morning? He's like, we have assassins coming after you. And he's like, oh, we dealt with assassins before. And then he's like, uh, these are moon shadow elves. Like, bruh. Like, it's not Gucci. Like, it's it's not Prada. So, we've got a problem. Dude. They got berries and shit? Well, they don't know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> then, so then he tells them, and so then, um... So he tells them, like, assassins are coming. And then, um, he... So then he's like, okay, um, like, let's try to find them. And so, um... We are introduced to two uh, other characters. Well, we were introduced to them a little bit earlier on, at, um, which are uh, Varen's. Varen's. Oh my God, Var- I don't want to say Varen because Varen's the other character. Varen. V guy, yeah. So he, Varen. <laughs> there we go. So Varen, like uh, he has two kids. He has a, a daughter named Claudia and a son named Soren. And Some, Soren somehow is somehow he had kids. Huh? Somehow this man had kids. He in his youth he was not bad looking. 
I didn't say he was bad looking. <laughs> it's his bad attitude. If Anyways, that's what you um, want to call it. <laughs> dude, like he has a he. You know, He's got a monster he no dog. Good. He 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 no bueno. No. He's no bueno. Like Father of the Year award is not going towards him. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that Claudia. <laughs> Claudia is a gem. She's honestly a gem. But anyway, so um, you find out Callum has a thing for Claudia. He likes her, yeah. and uh, and she is following in her father's footsteps by uh, she's by becoming a dark mage herself. And Soren is um, the captain of the Night's Guard. If yeah, he's the captain of the Night's Guard. And so they're both talented kids, individuals. I mean, they're teenagers. They're not kids, but they're talented people, and um. So Varen sends um, his son Soren to go uh, look for the elves, and he gives them like a moth that's supposed to track them. And so he sets free the moth, and um, so uh, uh, Soren and um, the guards go following it, and they can't find them. And so then they give up, and they turn around, and as they turn around and leave, um, the one of the elves, his name is uh, Ruin, Ru Ruan, Runin, Runin. He put a, a he put like <laughs> shut up. Holy shit! Runlin, runin, runin. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> and so anyway, so he um he he did a spell which um disguised them as like um stuff in the forest, so, like trees and shit, and so like. The spell came undone, and he's like, "You lied to me. You said you killed the guard. Now they know we're, we's here. We's here to to take down the king, bish." So, anyways, um, <laughs> and so you know he is pissed off, and everybody in the team is pissed off, and so they're like, uh, "Screw you! You're you're off this mission." And so then um, Soren goes back and then he's like, we can't find, we can't find, you know, whatever. And then that's it. That's the end of episode one. Yeah. And then episode two has the opening with uh, the elves and they're all like doing their own individual thing. Like one is putting poison on her blades. The uh, Another one is sh sharpening his. And, um, they're all just giving Rayla the cold shoulder. That's that's the female elf, by the way, that uh, didn't kill the, the man. Her name's Rayla. Uh, she, they're giving her the cold shoulder. And um, the leader, who I'm not even going to try saying his name. Uh, yeah, because you made fun of me trying to pronounce it. <laughs> Say it. Say it. I'm, I don't know what it is. Do you want me to look up his name real quick? <laughs> <laughs> R-U-U-N-A-A-N Runen 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 Shut up <laughs> Runan 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 <laughs> Anyway By the way the, the elf By the way the elves have like Scottish accents, I like. I like to say. Yeah. It sounds like Scottish, right? Yeah, Scottish. Which is badass. Which is badass. So anyway, he he pulls her aside, 
and basically tells her that she's of no use to them because she can't complete her mission of, you know, taking a life. Um, and basically what, what Celeste said before that she's, she's off, off the team. She gotta, she gotta take this one out on the bench. Um, he's pretty harsh to her, uh, but I can understand where he's coming from given the backstory we've gotten and what little we've seen of them. Uh, but she's too headstrong and just like, as soon as he's out of sight, she just books it. She runs off on her own. She's like, she has to prove herself. So back at the castle, uh, Callum discovers what a primal stone is from Claudia. And basically it's like, it's like a crystal ball, but it, it houses immense raw magical energy from a single specific element. Uh, the one that they have is, is Storm, right? It's Sky. Sky? It's Sky. I don't know, it has electricity in it. No, because cause it's, it's Sun, Moon, Sky, Earth, Ocean... Oh, what was the other one? Because it doesn't go by... It doesn't go by, like... So, sun, moon... Oh, stars, earth, sky, and ocean. Oh, okay. So, th so they have sky. sky. Uh, yeah. So, he's, like, all amazed by it. Uh, suddenly, though, Claudia has an epiphany and runs to her father to tell him that she's thought of something. Uh, we, we cut back to Callum, and... He's realized that his little brother Ezrin is gone, and just when he's you know about to go look for him, for him, uh, a guard tells him, "Hey, the king wants you." And then it cuts back to Rayla. There's a lot of cutting between them in this episode, just to show like what they're each doing at a specific time. So it cuts back to Rayla, and she's just doing like hardcore parkour through the forest, and she climbs up the steep cliff that the castle rests on, which I actually have a picture of. This is, let's see, uh, this is the kingdom it's of, of Catullus. So their their kingdom sits on just like this this island in the middle of this like river, and it's just nothing but like cliff all around. So the usually the only entrance would be like a bridge, but she just like came in from the forest and scaled the side of the cliff, and. She badass. You know, to the audio listeners, you can watch live on Twitch or the recording on YouTube if you want to see the visuals. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so she, she climbs up. She gets she gets to the top, takes a breather because, goddamn, that was a big climb. And she just, like, looks out at the forest where, like, her comrades are just waiting it out till nighttime. Because at nighttime they get stronger because they're moon shadow elves. Moon Shadow Elves, they special. Yeah. So, back to the king and Callum. Uh, the king is basically having a heart-to-heart -heart with Callum. Saying, like, I know I'm not your real dad, but I've always looked at you as my real son. You know, he, he doesn't... It seems like he's not able to say, like, I love you, son, I'm yeah, proud cool. of you, like, that kind of thing. But he, he wants to. But it's it's like a conflict between his position as a parent and his position as king. Um... So he ends up giving Callum a sealed letter with, like, you know, old school with the melted wax stamp on it. Uh, he tells him to read it after he doesn't say after what. He just says Callum will know. So, you know, after he's assassinated. Um, 
and Callum's like, you're not gonna die, you know, we, we have another way to get past this, you can do this, and you can do that, and they're just basically arguing semantics, and, um, it just ends with a hug, and they, they cry a bit, and move on. Uh, cuts back to, to Rayla, and she actually runs into Callum, and he, <laughs> he just, like, books it to get the guards, and she has to give chase to him. And he's, he, you know, she obviously she catches him because Callum is not the, uh, he's not the most athletic person. Yeah. Yeah. From what we've been shown so far of him in, in like these first one and a half episodes, is he just can't do anything right except paint, basically. Uh, Which so she, is fine. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know he's upset no about it. No judgment here. We still uh, love you, Kello. Yeah, I love the guy. He he's upset about it. He, he you know he has issues with his own personal worth because of it. Um, so she chases him down and catches him pretty easily. Uh, and that's when it's revealed that she's not there just to kill the king, but she's also there to kill Ezrin as well because you know they the humans killed the dragon king and destroyed the princess egg. So Callum is like, he didn't do anything wrong. They're like, you know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, basically. So Callum says that he's Ezrin. He, you know, he's going to take the spot. He's going to get himself killed. Uh, we cut to, to Viren, who approaches the king and says he has a plan to swap his soul into another body because he has this, like, magical two-headed snake and he's going to use dark magic to swap his soul. And King Harold just does not want anything to do with dark magic. And back with Rayla and, and Gallum they're Rayla's like holding him down basically and they're in like a room that's connected to a hole and right next to where they are there's this giant painting and Ezrin's voice comes out of it and Callum's like shut up and he keeps calling him Callum and Callum's just shut up shut up <laughs> and uh he basically ruins Callum's plan by saying he's Ezrin, uh, but he's able to uh, distract Rayla with Bait, who we didn't mention yet. Bait is is uh, is this guy right here. He's a glow frog, so he can like shine bright and blind people for you know a short amount of time. So they they blind her and run away. Um, and of course we cut back. The king is denying Varen's plan. Uh, he doesn't want to rely on dark magic. He actually reveals to us that it was actually Varen that destroyed the dragon prince's egg. And it's basically his fault that any of this is happening right now. Cut back to the boys. Like I said, it's just Yeah. Uh, cut back to I the boys. I thought this happened like 100 years. <laughs> Sorry. Celeste, shut up. Cut back to the boys. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> They actually access like this, this, uh, oh my God, don't do it. Don't do it, Lizer. <laughs> I was going to do the secret tunnel, <laughs> secret tunnel. You still did it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they ac they access that and it's, it's hidden behind a stone puzzle that, uh, Ezrin has memorized the password to. So you have to like hit a stone, then a rock, then a stone, then a rock. And like, it's a certain order you have to hit them in. And a retractable staircase comes and leads them down to, like, this... It looks like a mad scientist lab, basically, in a fantasy world. 
So, Callum's like, are you sure she won't be able to, to find us in here? She won't be able to figure it out? And Asin's like, yeah, it took me, like, a month to to, to figure out the, the password. And then we see, like, the, the stone staircase descend with Rayla on it. And Ezrin's, like, pissed off. How did you figure it out? It took me so long. She's just like, I pressed all the stones with the jelly handprints on them. Because earlier he had stole the, the jelly treats. And then, bum -ba -da -da, we get a cliffhanger. Uh, the egg is there, and it's safe and sound. Ba-bum. Bum-bum. Ba-bum. And then that's when Rayla's like, this changes everything. Yeah, basically. So then it cuts to the next episode, and um, it actually doesn't start off with the egg. It starts off um, with uh, King Harlow, um, standing and his uh soldier men uh putting on his soldier armor <laughs> soldier men and women soldier he's not boy. sexist <laughs> hey soldier boy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god don't get me started on soldier boy but anyways <laughs> um so he's they're putting on his armor and then once he, they're done putting on his armor uh they walk up a flight of stairs and he goes, and as they're walking, like, a guard, like, stops, and he, like, stays planted right there. And so as that keeps going, they do that to, like, he goes in his room, and then some guards, like, stay outside. Like, it's outside the door that goes into his bedroom, and then, uh, like, some guards go in, and um, they walk out to the, I forgot what it's called, like, the balcony. Mm -hmm. And so they stay there. And then um, cuts back to Rayla and Callum and them. And then Rayla's like, oh my gosh, it's the Dragon Prince. It changes everything. And so I'm like, he didn't, he, he's actually, you know, he, he Gucci. Like, he's Gucci. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, uh, we are not sponsored by Gucci. Uh, but Yet. hey, Gucci, if you're out there. <laughs> Hey Gucci, if you're out there listening, um, we're open. So, anyways, <laughs> and so, um, so she's like, this changes everything, and you know, like, like I can stop this. Like, we gotta stop the assassination because what's the point of going out with this? Because the whole reason we're doing this is because we thought they killed the Dragon Prince, and the whole time she feels like that, like you know, the Dragon Prince was innocent. Like, he's, he's in an egg. Like, he has nothing to do with this. And so that was basically her, like, the whole spiel between both of them. And so even Callum's like, yeah, let's, we can stop this. And so they're going to go. And so so this is happening. And so then it cuts over to um, Claudia and her dad. And they're walking into the room that they, that, um, that Callum and Ezra and Rayla were just in with the, with the painting. And so they walk in and they're having a conversation. As they're having a conversation, she looks at a tapestry, which is a, a painting of uh, King Harlow and uh, and uh, Baron Byron. I'm always gonna mess up the name because I just think of Baron from another from another series. Viren, Viren. So a, a picture of Viren, and she's like, "Oh, she's like, you look so happy." And he's like, "He's like, I was really happy because you know when." He just, after the coronation, like a few days later, 
he he made sure that I was included in the picture because he could always count on me and that I'm always going to be on his side. And so then Claudia's like, she's like, and that's how it is still till today. And he was like, yes. And so then uh, Byron's like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to him one more time. And she's like, what, what are you going to say? And he's like, well, he's like, I'm not going to tell you because if I tell you, you're going to try to stop me. And then Claudia's like, well, shouldn't I just try to stop you anyways? And he's like, no. <laughs> he walks out. And so then he takes off. And so then she stays in there. And she's kind of like reflecting. And then she noticed like something on the floor. And so when Callum was in the room with Rail and them, he, uh, Harlow had given him a, a, a letter. And when Rayla like tackled him, uh, it fell to the floor. So uh, she finds that letter, she picks it up. And so when she like looks around, she noticed a, a jelly fingerprint, fingerprints on the painting. And so she opens it and she finds the hidden um, stairwell. And then she uses dark magic to like light up her hand and walk down. And so she walks down and that's when it goes back to like Callum and Rayla like talking about like they need to stop the assassination. And so once they come to agreeing terms like let's do this, um, Claudia shows up and she like has like the the primal orb with the sky and she's like, you know, uh, Ezran and Callum get away like don't worry I got you like if she tries to make a move like like I will miss I'll hit her. But Ezran's like no like you know we gotta stop this and so Ezrin and Rayla so Ezrin gets Rayla to follow him and so they take off running and so Claudio is about to do magic against them but uh, Callum pushes her like he he tackles her um, chains her and then steals the primal orb and like books it and so then um, Claudia is right there and so she gets like a candle she does magic and she summons uh, shadow wolves to go chase after Rayla. And so they're like running and they're trying to like escape. So then as they're um, running, they're noticing that something's following them. And so Rayla's like, you guys run ahead. Like I'll try stopping them. And so she's trying to stop them, but um, she can't because there's, there's smoke. And so then um, Callum's like, okay, like I got a plan, but I'm not sure if it's going to work. And she's like, you know just try it anyways like what else do we got to lose and so Callum does um he remembers Claudia doing magic and like an air spell and so he copies her then he does it and um Rayla sh and so he blows away the wolves and so Rayla's shocked and she's like I didn't know you're a mage and he's like I'm not a mage and she's like uh you are a mage because only people with magical properties are able to do magic and so uh, Callum's like, wait a minute. Like his whole whole life, he didn't think he had anything special about him. Like he he just like all he had was that he could draw. Yeah. And so he he becomes excited. And he's like, oh, I'm a mage. And she and like he starts shouting. And she's like, no one likes a loud mage. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they they take off. And um, this is where my memory starts. Like I don't remember anything. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, oh my god. So then, um, uh, so it gets, if I remember correctly, uh, so they go back. So then it, it, it cuts forward because she's like, okay, so we gotta, um, stop this assassination. 
So she manages to run into a Runan and she tells him that, you know, we got to stop. We can't do this. And he's like, what are you doing here? You know, go back. You shouldn't be here. You're supposed to be grounded. Yeah. She's supposed to be sitting on her stump grounded. And she's like, no, the dragon prince is alive. And so then she gets them to come out with the dragon prince. And even he's like, holy crap, the dragon prince is alive. But then he's like, but we can't stop it because we are bound. The, I guess when Moonshadow Elves are going to do like a mission, they bind themselves with the ribbon. And um, once they do that mission, uh, so, so they're bound to do that mission. And um, that ribbon around the wrist, the longer they have that ribbon, the tighter it gets. And the tighter it gets, they lose like their blood circulation and they can like lose that body part. And so he, so he's like, we're bound. We have to do this mission and blah, blah, blah. And so she's like, no. And so then she tells uh, Ezra and Callum to escape. And so she starts uh, fighting um, R- Ravan. So they're like having this epic fight. I think it was so epic. Yeah, it was like, really cool. Like, because like the moon comes up and then you see like their, their shot, like their powers potential, like heightened and stuff like that. Yeah, like their and skin so changes and their eyes change and everything. Yeah, and they actually become like invisible too, and so they so they're fighting, and then um, they're kind of like going back and forth. You know, he's like, you know, we we don't we can't like we got to do this, and she's like, no, like we can't like like we got to break the cycle, and then Renan like stops and he's like, wait a minute, you're just stalling me, and then she's like, really? Would you care to discuss that? <laughs> <laughs> And so, what I like about this, it has those smarky remarks, you know, this, that, you know, that they didn't have, they, they did have in Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. She's, which she's is a, cool. She's a snarky little Scottish lass. She is. And I love her. Favorite character. Oh, definitely. She's, yeah, so then, um, so then he takes off, and then, um, Renan chases after him, and then, um... It goes back, like like Lizer says. There's like a lot of cutscenes, like not cutscenes, but they're like they're always like scenes. Yeah, jumping between events. Between, yeah. So then we go back, and it Varen enters um Harlow's room with the basket, and then Harlow's like, "Why are you bringing that in here?" And so then um he's like, you know, Harlow as a fellow brother. Like, he tries to, uh, you know, persuade him to accept his solution. But Harlow's like, no, like, you know, you're you're disrespecting me. Like, I've let you get away with a whole bunch of shit. But, you know, this, that, enough's enough. And so, um, she's like, he's like, I'm like, he's like, I've let you get away with a lot of stuff. And then uh, Varen's like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, bow to me. <laughs> Literally, he's like, Get on your knees. And so Varen bow like gets on his knees. And then um and then it actually cuts from there. Like we don't we don't see anything else that happens in the room. It cuts there. And then it's just uh uh it's Rayla and uh goes back to Rayla Callum and Ezrin and um Callum's like, oh um I gotta like I need to go talk to um the king and then Ezra's like just call him dad he wants you to call him dad but he's like but if you're not ready to call him dad it's fine you know it's like whatevs so then Callum goes takes off to try to go to him and then so then as he reaches the door 
uh, uh, Viren walks out and he's like, what are you doing here? And then like Callum like says like, oh, I know you're a traitor and the dragon prince isn't really dead and wait till my dad hears. And he's like, what makes you think that your dad doesn't know? And so then he has like the guards like get him and um, and like um, he's like, I'll scream. And, and then like Viren does like dark magic on him, takes away his voice. And then that's when like the shadow elves come and they start like fighting, and um, and then because um, uh, one of the guards kind of like accidentally pushes Viram like in the battle, he like drops the thing that like had uh, Callum's voice, so the voice came back to him. And then Callum was like, "I can't get to him," so he takes off. And then yeah, that's I think that's it, if I remember correctly. Uh, there's, there's a little yep, more, like, like they, you know, it cuts to Callum uh, realizing Wait. that he has to leave. And, yeah, they, yeah uh, they realize that he has to leave. And then um, Ezra's like, Did you, were you able to talk to him? He's like, no, I wasn't. But he's like, but we got to go. Like, it's up to us to do it. And then they, them three, like, run to the forest. Yeah, as, as one of the elves shoots, like, this, you know, signal arrow into the sky as his band dissolves off of his wrist only one does only one band dissolves off of his wrist and then he's captured and it just cuts because because there's there they they did two one was i remember one was to kill the king and one was to kill the prince yep uh but yeah that that's that's where your episode would cut off right there yep so then my oh. episode picks up and oh. Oh, let's say then they they end up um, taking him captive. Yeah, I said that. I, I didn't catch that. <laughs> uh, but then my episode opens up like it, you got to remember this was like the dead of the night that this happened. Um, so they didn't travel very far when they left. They it literally opens up with them in a field where you can still see the castle from where they are. So they they didn't go very far, and um, the boys are asleep. And Rayla is attempting to take her band off, and it just does not work. Uh, they show that a funeral is happening for the uh, now dead king, and all the townspeople just look like they lost a dear friend. So that that gives us a little insight into what they thought of him. And we learn that the funeral was actually being rushed by Viren, because usually it's custom to like parade the body around for a week and like have people grieve and everything. Um. Also, apparently, Claudia invented coffee. Did you catch that? She she invented... She calls it brown morning juice. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just coffee. But it's a potion. <laughs> and she gives it to Soren. And he's like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, but yeah, apparently she invents coffee. Anyway, uh, Varen claims that the princes are dead. When a priestess asks him, like, she, she's like, where are the princes? We can't continue without them. And he's like, oh, they're dead. So the priestess refused to proceed with the ceremony. So Varen actually has Claudia set the coffin on fire, and he declares that tonight there will be a coronation. Uh, in the morning, Rayla teaches Callum about the primal stones more than what, uh, what is her name? Claudia? More than Claudia, Claudia did. She, like, describes the elements of magic and, and all that. And Callum realizes after she, like, draws out the symbols and everything that at the lodge that they're supposed to go to to be safe there's a cube with the same symbols that Rayla just showed him 
So now he's dead set on going to that lodge, not because he wants to feel safe, but because he wants to get that cube and see if, you know, it'll do anything with magic. Uh, he, he mentions that like he's never exactly been good at anything specific, but that when he was able to finally do magic and Rayla called him a mage, it felt like his life finally had purpose. Which, you know, big mood right there. <laughs> uh, so as they walk to the lodge, Ezra, Ezrin complains that he's thirsty. You know, he's, he's a little kid. How old would you say Ezrin is? I want to say like he's uh, maybe like 10, maybe? 11? Really? I think he's even younger than that. Maybe 8? Eight, 8 years maybe, old? Yeah, 8 sounds about right. Because I'd say Callum is probably around like 14. No, I no, he... He states that he's 15 and 6 quarters. 6 no, quarters? Okay. <laughs> remember, remember, because he's like, oh, I think maybe 14. He's, four, he's, he's 14 and 5 sixths. And 5 sixths, there we go. Yeah. So That's how he said it. So, you know, Ezrin's a kid. You know, you take kids on long trips. They're going to complain, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry, blah, blah, blah. So he's saying that he's he's thirsty. So Rayla pulls out this, like, vial she has with red liquid in it and tries to offer it to him. And Caleb gets, like, really defensive. He blocks Ezrin off. He's like, sorry, we don't drink that. She's like, you don't drink what? And he's like, uh, you know, blood. She's like, it's not blood. It's, it's moonberry juice. It's like, is that what you think of us? You think that we're, like, wild animals who run around killing things and drinking their blood? And, like, it's, it's kind of played off comedic. He's like, oh, no, of course not. No, no, you know, it's just the things I've heard. And, like, they, it, he's kind of, like, laughs about it. But it actually does a good job at, like, painting a picture of the prejudice that humans have towards the other races. So, they finally get to the lodge. And Rayla opts to go in alone, so it's quick. And she's like, you're sure there's not going to be anybody here? She's like, it's the winter lodge. It's not winter. There's not going to be anyone there. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, she goes in. And then Ezrin's like, hey, weren't we supposed to come here anyway? Because dad said that, you know, there was going to be people here for us. Uh, and lo and behold, a whole squad of soldiers shows up, led by... Squad roll out. <laughs> led by Amaya, who's actually um, their aunt. And she's, uh, she's deaf. She communicates using sign language. And she has an interpreter who, like, says everything that she signs. Gren. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I have, I have a picture of, of Amaya. Amaya's pretty cool. Amaya's cool, and so is Gren. Yeah, Gren, Gren is just, like, comedic, basically. Yeah. Here she is. This is Amaya. She's uh, so she she's, like, a hard-as-nailed general, but when it comes to the boys, she, she becomes, like, a doting motherly figure, and I love it. Like, she's it's just, like, a flip of a coin, just, like, two different sides of her. Um... So she, like, knocks down the door to the lodge and starts, like, looking around, trying to see if there was anyone in there. And Rayla is just, like, hiding on a banister in the ceiling. <laughs> and Callum's like, he's like, there's nobody here except us and the armed guards. <laughs> just so Rayla could hear him and be forewarned. Um, so she she's hiding from them. Uh... Ezrin is trying to opt to tell their aunt about Rayla and everything that has happened, but Callum refuses, stating that elves and humans are enemies, and that she probably wouldn't believe them anyway. Which, you know, 
speaking from my first watch through of this when i like just having been introduced to her character right then and there i was like no she would 100 percent take your word for it like i felt in my heart that she would be like like if they sat down and actually explained everything and not left anything out she'd be on their side i agree so Rayla manages to avoid the guards because she's still trying to find the box with the symbols on it uh and the symbols that's on the box like i said before it's it's the symbols of the magic here's what the box looks like and it just looks like you know a child's play block basically so she finds it and then amaya finds her <laughs> and she just like almost kills her immediately but then chooses not to because as she's about to you know deal the final blow on rayla a, a guard comes in and is like grin. was it grin it was grin i didn't even realize it was him because i was like focused on is Rayla okay? <laughs> what, like, what, like, I told Liza this, it's like, for some reason, episode 5, like, I don't remember, but I remember all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he tells her that the boys are missing, so instead they, they just opt to knock Rayla out, so they can tie her up and interrogate her. Um, you know, you know the service elevators that are in some, like, older homes, where, like, you put a tray of food and it goes like up and down to different rooms that and it, it also reminds me of like uh like those long those old day laundry shoots too yeah it was basically the same thing the laundry ones are just bigger uh the boys are like near one of those and it connects to the room that Rayla's being interrogated in uh so amaya leaves and leaves two guards there to watch Rayla, and the boys are on the other side of that elevator thing at the top and they lower bait down in it. And <laughs> Callum's like, you really think this is going to work? And Esmond says, oh, she knows what to do. So <laughs> as soon as Rayla sees bait, she's like, say hello to my little friend, which is the, you know, code word for him to light up. And he, he blinds the guards who try to blindly attack her. But she's able to use that moment to um, free herself and knock them out. So they all start running. She meets up with the boys on the stairs. They exit the, the lodge, but they're pretty much immediately cornered outside. And Callum makes up a lie about how Rayla will kill them and drink their blood unless everyone lets them go. Uh, they don't want to take the chance, though, so they shoot at Rayla. And she manages to dodge one of the uh, arrows. I think it, like, hit her hair and, like, pinned her hair yeah, to, like, a, a tree. She had a braid. Yeah, she had, like... Yeah, she had a braid and it ripped off the braid. Yeah, and then the other one she parries. It, like, splits it in half or something. Mm -hmm. um, so, quickly she grabs the boys and puts her, her blades at their necks. And tells the guards to stand down because she can kill them in, like, half a second. So, you know, the aunt being the leader is like, okay. She puts her hand up because, you know, she can't speak. And tells them to stand down. Uh, so, they, they run off and they actually find a boat because they're like right by a river and they get on the boat and they sail away and the guards are watching and they're told you know they can't know that we're following them because she'll kill them <laughs> uh Rayla is super upset at Callum for the lie he told about her killing and then drinking their blood rightfully so yeah um so she tosses him the cube and she says like it's nothing more than a children's toy uh, I hope it was worth risking everyone's lives over it. And he has this moment where he seems like really guilty about that. And he drops it by accident. But it lands next to the primal stone and it starts to glow. 
and react to it. And then suddenly it just cuts to, to Varen, and he's trying to gain power as king, when Amaya just shows up and has Gren tell everyone that the princes are actually alive. And that's it for that episode. Hey. Hey. Fuck. <laughs> episode five. Episode five, which um, is a blur to me. Um, let me try to remember. It, it starts off with uh, Viren um, going somewhere, like I guess like a hidden room. And then, like, he opens something. I'm trying to remember what he opens. And there's, like, a whole bunch of butterflies. And by the way, Varen, Varen is, like, not looking that Gucci. You know, he's not looking that good. And, um, he gets, like, a butterfly. And, um, and some stuff happens. He gets called. And, um, when he turns around, like, he looks refreshed. And then as he walks away, you just see the butterfly dead. So it's hinted that he's, like, kind of, he's using the, the butterfly's powers to, like, rejuvenate him because um dark magic does take a toll on their body from what i remember and so they kind of like start losing like they don't look as human like they you know they don't look human no more and um then it goes to callum he has the block and so then he's kind of like experimenting with it he's like you know he's putting it towards like things and so to see what the primal stone will like you know glow off and then he has it like by Rayla shows like the moon or whatever and so he's like messing around with her and it wakes her up uh I don't remember the rest <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny uh, huh? I can't even help you cause I was like oh well this is Celeste episode I'm not gonna rewatch that one uh, I'm just like I don't like uh, so I, she goes back to the, so she gets annoyed and I guess she goes to the woods, looks for food. And, um, she's still trying to remove the ribbon off. And then, um, so then she comes back and then they're like, okay, we gotta go back. Like, we gotta start, you know, heading out. And they want to go on the boat, but she's trying to be like, let's not go on the boat. And they're like, why don't you want to go on the boat? And she's just like making up excuses to reasons why she doesn't want to be on the boat but she loses and so they end up going back on the boat and so they're on the river and uh, as they're drifting down um, she's really sick and then Callum's like are you okay and she's like no I'm not okay like there's a reason why I'm not like I'm on the floor she's like because I love being close to the boat just being sarcastic and then he's like oh let's can I let me ask you five questions and she's like I would prefer you not do but he's like come on it'll give you distraction and so he's asking her questions and it's actually kind of working and she's starting to feel better but then he notices there's like a waterfall up ahead and then um she's like you know she's like let's get off you know he's like we can't it's too late and so then they're like going through the river and um they end up flipping over if i remember correctly or that's like, I think it cuts off. It cuts off to like Viren, like when that's happening too. I don't remember. <laughs> like, I don't remember. I feel like it cuts off to Viren. And um, he's in the throne room and he's talking to Amaya. And Amaya's like, how can you do this? It's like, the boys are still alive and here you are trying to take over the throne. He's like, it's not like that. If, uh, if anything, 
people are going to try to take advantage of Catullus. So no, somebody needs to be on the throne. And, and, and Amaya was like, no, we got to look for the boys. And she's and he's like, it's just, she was blaming uh, Byron that he kind of like plotted this to happen. And then he was like, oh, how dare you, you know, say that when, you know, you know, Harlow's my best friend. And then so she's like, well, if you care about him so much, why aren't you looking for the kids? And he's still like on about like somebody needs to protect. He's like, you know what? I don't even want a throne. He's like, if you want to become queen, you become queen. And she's like, the throne stays empty. And then she like takes off. And then, um, I'm trying to remember what else happens. Um, also, then that's when the whole bolt thing, ha like, that's when it shifts back to the whole bolt thing. Because it goes back and forth. It literally goes from Callum and them to them to like Callum. So the bolt thing happened after that and so then after they start the whole waterfall thing it goes back to where amaya is like praying to her sister's shrine and uh, viren shows up and um he's like you know what you made me see like my faults and blah 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 and she's like oh i that's kind of like bullshit and she signs it and grins like uh interpreting it but he doesn't say shit he says like uh bull droppings <laughs> and so then um, they talk and then she's like I'm gonna do a search party and then he's like oh what about the breach and she's like what about the breach and he's like well somebody has to guard it and then she's like okay fine like I'll go back to the breach but like it, I'm putting a search party and she's like I'm entrusting it to Gren and so then Gren becomes the, the leader for the search party so then it goes back to <laughs> Rayla and them and so then uh, Callum, Ezrin, and uh, Rayla finally make it to a calm area for after enduring the rapids. Um, then um, they notice uh, Bait is like Bait is in the water. And so then um, so then they go and they try to get Bait. No, and then so they notice that there's like a big creature. And so then Rayla go like she, even though she hates the water, she goes and she. She fights the monster and she like gets bait and she saves him. And then that's when uh, Rayla was like, "Yeah, I hate the water. Like, I'm afraid of the water." And then um, she was like, "Oh, it's like you know." Then they see like the boat drifting. She's like, "Oh, look, our boat. It's drifting away. It looks like we can't continue on the boat." And then uh, the boat like magically comes back. And then uh, Callum like kicks it away. And he's like, uh, "We'll just continue walking." So then it goes back to Viren, and then um, uh, Amaya leaves, and then Viren looks at Gren, and he's like, and then he, he Soren, his son, is like, oh, Gren, I have some bad news. You're uh, not the leader anymore. And then Viren, and then Gren's like, wait, what do you mean? And then uh, Viren's like, oh, like let's have a, let's, let's talk about it. He's like, I'll meet you at nine o'clock. And he's like, okay, fine. He's like, I'm free anyways. I'll meet you there. And so then Gren goes, and then um, like, uh, like uh, you just see Gren's face, and then you just see Viren walks in. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm late." And then um, he, and then so then uh, he walks in, and, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm like." He's like, "Oh yeah, you're just five minutes late. It's fine." He's like, "Oh, he's like, yeah." He's like, "So, do you have any issues?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I only have like two issues. One, why am I off the team? And two, why am I tied up?" And so then it zooms out, and they have like they imprisoned him. <laughs> so then, just nonchalant <laughs> yeah and so then yeah then that happens 
like he's like yeah he's like like you're not in charge or whatever so they're basically imprisoning him and then claudia comes and she's like oh your other prisoner like refuses to eat and then he's like oh if he wants to eat then he'll just be hungry and then that's it okay so that's, that's it then <laughs> five episodes yeah so how did you first hear about this show actually saw an advertisement on face on facebook about it mm-hmm. like it, it was just i i i um i like the netflix page and so um it just wrecked like one day i just saw the trailer and it was like coming soon and like it really like i got intrigued by it and so like i literally when the episode like dropped on netflix i went and i quickly watched it so it was pretty similar for me. I saw the thing on Netflix and I saw like the trailers and everything. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. And then it was like the team that brought you Avatar The Last Airbender. And I was like, holy shit, I have to watch this. And then I didn't for a while. Like season two came out before I watched it. Because I just forgot all about it. And what actually brought me back and made me want to watch it uh, was porn. What? <laughs> It was, it was porn. I'm, I don't want to ask. <laughs> it was a comic about Rayla and Callum just banging it out. And she's like, you got a huge penis. What is that, like five inches? He's like, oh, it's like six. She's like, that's so big. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> move on? Nope. <laughs> Yeah, move on. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Like, elves are nowhere near that big. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how I found out about it. And, like, like yeah, it was porn. Ha ha ha, that's funny. But, like, they kept it very in character. And I was like, these characters are actually pretty funny. And then I sat down and watched the show, and I was like, whoa, I love this. Now, is there anything you want to talk about as far as the actual show? All in all, this is really such a great series. Like I, I said, um, when you're the first season is very, um, the framing is really off. And that was like a lot of complaints people had. Like it's really honestly, like it's jagged. Like I'm not going to lie, it's really jagged. And yeah. there's like. But, like, the story, like, I kept watching because the storyline and the humor of the cast, just, like, it was good. I mean, it didn't really bother me because, I mean, I sat through the first season of Ruby. I I tried and I I, I tried watching Ruby and that went so hard. It's amazing to see the difference between season one and, like, season seven. I bet, I mean, because that's how it was, too, with the Dragon Prince. When you watch season one, you watch season two, it's, like, so much better. Yeah. But yeah, no, but but seriously, the I love the chemistry the the characters have with each other. Like even um Viren, like he he's he's evil, like point period blank, he's evil, you know. But he still has, you know, charming char- you know, per- characteristics to him. Yeah, he has like a charming aura. Yeah. And um you know, same thing with his kids, you know, like, you know, Soren, like he Soren does not seem like a good guy, like, because he bullies Callum. Yeah. 
And but like too, like even Soren has some char- uh, charming quirks to him as well. But then e- Claudia, like, even then, like the way he bullied him, like at times you were like, okay, that's just straight up bullying, and then other times you were like, oh, he's like a big brother to him. Yeah, he, and then he too, he um, like I said, it's hinted that uh, Callum likes Claudia, yeah. and like Soren catches on, and he makes Callum looks good in front of Claudia. Yeah, and you know, spoiler. Uh, cause I, I did see most of season two. It's, it's kind of hinted that she like has a, like slight feelings for him too, but I don't think that goes anywhere. What, I, you know what I do want to talk about though? What? Uh, fan theory that I heard. What's the fan theory? And like, I don't want you to confirm nor deny anything that you might've seen in like season three or anything like that. But, um, uh the king, Uh right? He had Uh a bird. He had a bird named Pip. And the bird would, like, react to people and make noise and everything. Uh Uh, After he dies, the bird is silent. The bird does not do anything. Uh, Here's the bird, by the way. A beautiful bird, by the way. There's a fan theory that says the king is not actually dead. That he did go through with the uh, body change thing. And he's actually in the bird. I heard that theory too. That is so out there, but it's like within the realm of things that are possible at the same time. Uh-huh. And as much as I would like it to be true, because I would like to see more of the king and see him reunited with the boys and all that, I don't think it is because, you know, everyone knows about Riran and his dark magic. It's, it's, um, it's pretty well known that it's just him and Claudia that do it. And neither one of them were around at that time to have done the body swap. Mm-hmm. So I, I really doubt it. Especially since they say like you have to have magical prowess to do magic. And the king showed no you know, symbolism of that at all. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought I'd bring that up. I thought that was a cool little thing to share. Uh, now how about a, a rating? Five out of five. Okay, that's pretty good. No, um, seriously, like this is one of like this series. I love this series so much. I like I like every time when a season will come out, like I would rewatch from the first season. Like I said, which is funny because like I don't remember anything, but like lately I just been like I don't know, like I've been out of it. Like even there's like things like I'll talk about like an hour ago and I would totally forget it. Yeah, but like. I love this series to the point where every time when they release a new season, there's three seasons, so every time when they, like, they release season two, I would rewatch it from season one and then watch season two. Release season three, we watch from season one to finish season three. Like I, I, like I said, the characters are very charming. I love their their uh, dynamic, and um, they, you know, they when you know when feelings are hurt, like they address it. And I love um, the, like they have a lot of. Um, you know lgbtq you know in it as well yeah um different races you know it's like i i like it there's like a lot of things in it yeah uh for me if i was just basing it on these first five episodes i'd give it like a 3.5 out of 5 but knowing that it gets better like it's already good but knowing that it gets better and knowing what i know from the next season and so on uh, I would say that it's like a 4.5 to a 5 out of 5. 
Um, it's a good series, people. Watch it. Yeah, and then like Celeste said, and, and we touched on it earlier, like things with race, they don't they don't like ham-fisted and shove it in your face. Like, oh, this is racism and it's wrong. It's like, yeah, we know that racism is wrong. Well, you know, most of us know that. Um, you don't have to shove it in our face. You, you can do it like nonchalantly. You can show the world, you can show the world changing and all that. You don't have to be like, this is happening and it's horrible. Mm -hmm. So that they do a really good job of it in the show. I, I've really noticed do. recently, like, I want to say within like the last 10 or so years, like cartoons and, and just children's shows in general have done a very good job at incorporating things like racism and, and like sexuality and stuff like that into their shows without it feeling like uh, maybe kids shouldn't be watching this. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was about to ask you, would you continue watching it? Uh, you're done with it. <laughs> I'm caught up. Yeah. Me, I'll continue watching it. I mean, that was the plan from the start, even before this podcast was a thing. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually going to continue it and finish it again. Yeah. I mean, not, now that it's back on my like top of line of my Netflix, it'll be there to remind me. Because honestly, the whole thing was just my memory shit. So like, I got busy doing stuff at like work, probably, or something, and I just forgot about the show. Uh, I, I literally had three episodes left in the season when I stopped. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, so I'll probably just finish off the season and start season two over and then watch season three because I haven't seen anything from season three. Mm -hmm. But I'll, I'll definitely complete it. Now, we have some news for people who watch every week, whether you watch, whether you listen. Uh, we're going to take a break for next week. Because both of us are actually going to be pretty busy mm -hmm. um, with, like, real-life stuff. So, instead of doing, you know, hey, let's watch five episodes of this thing and then comment it on it afterwards, we're going to use any spare time we might have during the week, which, you know, will be pretty busy. And we're actually going to watch a full 13-episode season of a show. And we'll comment on that. So, are you ready I'm to excited. find out what the show is? I'm I'm excited to find out what the show is. I, I mean, Lizer told me about this when we were talking about uh, when we were talking about you know next week and stuff. He when he told me about like what anime he said that he told me about the anime and I I don't remember. So I'm excited to see what it is. Excited and nervous. It's it's nothing like huge or monumental. I just think it's, I think it's a it's an anime that everyone should give a try. It's it's sweet. It is called A Place Farther Than the Universe. It's a, it's like a slice of life, like cute girls doing cute things type of thing. Is it an all-female cast? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, if memory serves correctly, there are like male side characters, but all the main characters are females. And I, I had watched it back on Netflix like a couple years ago. Uh, I don't know if it's still on there. I'll check. Uh, and I basically like ran through the whole thing in a day, which is at that point it wasn't something I was doing anymore with anime. Uh -huh. so, you know, life. <laughs> but I, I ran through this in a in a day, like easily. And it was it was very cute, very sweet, funny, uh, but also had some moments that were like, ooh, okay, I felt that. And it's it's just about some girls that they want to go to um, Antarctica. And play with penguins. 
Yeah, and they, they work hard to achieve that dream. To go play with penguins? Yeah. I mean, there's more to it than that, but you gotta watch it. <laughs> Leave the penguins alone, man. <laughs> it's actually a really good show. I, I liked it a lot, and I'm, I'm looking forward to sitting through all 13 episodes again <laughs> over the course of this next two weeks. But uh, that about does it for this week. Hey. <laughs> oh, this was hectic. This was a hectic week, but we got through it. it. Yeah, it's getting kind of crazy right now. But like, I I noticed like the beginning of the year is always crazy. For, well, especially for me, is always crazy. Yeah, I mean, same here. <sighs> well, I'm gonna take a much needed break. Cause I've just been super busy all day. My legs are killing me. Cause I did. It was leg day today. So. Leg uh, day, a. Yeah. But I'm just gonna relax. I am two days away from my birthday. I'm an old man. <laughs> oh, hey, everybody! Make sure to write "Happy Birthday to Lizer." <laughs> I'll be looking forward to all of zero of those tweets. <laughs> Make that one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in the week after next when I pull Celeste's tail on the fact that she didn't tweet me. Because <laughs> she forgot. I don't... I try not to forget. <laughs> well, oh. I'm not going to forget. Alright, I'll hold you to that. <laughs> well, if, it, if it's tweet or text message or facebook or something you're getting a happy birthday <laughs> all right so we'll see you guys in two weeks bye, bye guys bye